0: Alright, hello my friends, and this is take two. Uh, My allergies are killing me right now. (laughs) So I was sniffling my way through uh, the first three minutes of recording, and I was like, this is just obnoxious. Uh, So, uh, you're welcome. I deleted and I'm starting over, Uh, so you're welcome for that. Uh, Just a reminder, I leave Monday uh, for ten days, September 19th, October 19th through the 29th. Uh, road tripping with, with my mom. So that should be a load of fun. Um, I will continue to write and create uh, because I need the discipline of it. And uh, so I also want to thank you all for your leadership. You guys are just absolutely fantastic leaders. You care for our community and our congregation well. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. I can't, I couldn't do couldn't do this without you, and uh, I I know Amy appreciates you uh, just just a a ton. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this week we are in James 1, 19 through twenty seven. Uh, the message big idea is acta non verba. We're using the Todd's lingo this week. Action. Not words. That's what that translates to. Acta non verba. Um, And uh, so it goes like this My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Uh, Yeah, I gotta tell you, if I were, um, uh, if I were, you know, Trying to uh, keep the uh, the country music theme going, uh, there is a Garth Brooks song. Uh, I'm looking it up now. I just thought of it as I was reading this. I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh, that that song!" Uh, I think it's on. I think it's on Fresh Horses. Um, let me look. Uh <laughs> uh it's so it's so sad. Yeah, the change. There's a song called The Change on Fresh Horses uh that would totally fit this message. Uh so if you if you're into keeping the theme alive, go for it. Uh but <laughs> uh yeah, we're we're going to go with I'm going with uh, Todd's Acta Non Verba this week. Um action it's not words that is the message big idea and uh I think you can catch that pretty clearly from from what's going on here uh three sections to this passage uh you have uh nineteen through twenty one um and this is James is making a, a pretty significant transition here, and james's transitions are are oftentimes marked with uh, my dear brothers and sisters or something along those lines um, because uh, he's yeah that it, it's a that is a um, it's a term of endearment right i mean he's he's identifying himself with them and he's saying hey i am i am he, I am a part of you we are family and in this familial language uh, brings him really brings him from kind of this uh top-down thing much more into a uh, personal uh, family love relationship kind of thing and and so that's that's pretty significant Um, and so uh, he moves into this this discussion here on listening and doing uh, because now he's trying to explain to them okay you you've you've had this new birth Right from the word that was put in you, the word has given you new birth. So, so now what? How do you live? What do you do? Um, what does it look like? What does it mean to have received this new birth? And, uh, and you know, what for the Jewish in the Jewish mind, uh, if they're going to please God, it means they're pursuing righteousness, it means that they are in the pursuit of. Of living like God, of being righteous ones, and and we can't we can't overlook that that importance. Um, and so, you know, the Old Testament taught that if we were following God, uh, we would be following God in His righteousness, and our lives would be righteous. And so, what James says here in uh, in nineteen through twenty one is, we. We have a responsibility now that we have this new birth, that we are now united with Christ, to take off, to take off the moral filth, to take off the evil. Um, this this word to get rid of uh, could be translated take off, like you're taking off your clothes. We need to strip it all away. Uh, so imagine, you know, uh, cleaning your back deck or whatever, and you're going to strip off the old stain to put on the new stain. This is the imagery here that that we have going on is is James wants them to 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 strip off this old self. And where where is the where is the first place? What what is the the first temperature? Well, um, it's our it's our speak. It's our speak. I know it's a weird phrase, but it's how we speak how what do we say? Are we filled with anger? Are we filled with rage um Does it come out of our mouths this This is the first level of kind of okay if i am just if I'm speaking in anger, if I'm speaking in rage, if I am saying bad things to people over and over and over again um hey this is uh <laughs> this is this might be evidence that I got some taking off to do. Right, um, and and so often when we get angry, it's it's because we perceive some sort of injustice, right? Some we we see something and and we're like, oh, that's unrighteousness. I am going to I need to speak into that, and it's as though we think that speaking into it requires us to come at it with with anger, um, and yet. What is James counsel? he counsels slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry and it 's all it 's all founded in in the quick part, quick to listen because what happens when we when we actually slow down, we stop, we listen, we pay attention. what happens well uh, we we begin to hear the other person we begin to we put ourselves in a posture. Of learning we, we put ourselves in this place where we can walk along life with somebody else we can actually walk a mile in their sandals right because we're listening we're paying attention and yet we live in a culture that is all about speak we live in a culture that is all about being the first Be the first to respond to that thing in that way. Be the first. Pull out the global megaphone that is in your pocket and post that Facebook update. Post that Twitter update. You can do it. Come on. Let's go. You see, that's, that's kind of the issue, isn't it? Isn't that, isn't that the problem that we're running into? Isn't that the the very thing that causes so many problems is we are not slow to speak and we are not quick to listen. And because because this is available to us 24-7 to speak, we don't put ourselves in position to learn from anybody. We don't put ourselves in position to be quick to listen. And so what happens then is we just attract all of this moral filth and evil, he says. It's it's this, it's like we we roll in it. You know, we roll in it, and we see this reflected in social media, don't we? When you get on, you know, when somebody posts a, a negative, nasty, mean kind of comment, an angry comment, what happens? <laughs> It's just it's like it's like flies to poop. It's just whoop, everybody shows up, and the and the nastiness starts going. It is mind boggling, um, and yet this this is the thing. We have to put ourselves in this position of quick to listen, slow to speak, because if we do. Then we, will, then we will be able to pursue righteousness. Because when we, when, we are, when we are functioning out of our anger, we are not bringing about the kind of righteousness that God desires, right? Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. No amount of our yelling and screaming, no amount of our angry words is going to produce righteousness. Not the kind God wants. Not a grace-centered, love-oriented, mercy-driven, encompassed in empathy and compassion kind of righteousness. Jesus was perfectly righteous. Think about this. Jesus was perfectly righteous. Perfectly righteous. And who was attracted to him? The most unrighteous by the world's standards people. That's who, that's who attracted to him. In our modern day righteousness, <laughs> the only people attracted to us are people who agree, that our, who agree with our righteousness. One of us is doing righteousness wrong and it is not Jesus. So what was different about him and us? He was quick to listen. He was slow to anger. He was slow to speak. He was gracious and loving and merciful and kind and he spoke truth he did all of it our problem is we only do bits and pieces all right uh that's 19 through 21 22 through 25 uh we kind of get to the the heart of, of the matter right um i mean he says do not merely listen to the word and deceive yourselves do what it says uh You know, what does it mean to humbly accept the word? It means doing something. If you just hear the word, uh, it opens ourselves up to deception. And what is the deception? The deception is by simply intellectually giving intellectual assent to the word. That I have somehow received life or that I am living life. And that's, that's, that's not it, guys. To believe the right thing is fine. That's good. Do we need to believe the right things? Yes. But simply believing the right thing does not, it does not mean that that we are uh, living out our faith. We can deceive ourselves. And in this, I mean, I, I think the... Uh, The metaphor, the illustration here, uh, stands on its own, right? So someone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. That is, that's, that's the description of a crazy person. I mean, there's something wrong there. There's some disconnect. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you immediately forget what you look like, Guys. Uh this is this is this is important. This is so important to 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 grasp. Belief, belief is intellectual assent. Faith is action oriented. Right? We I use the illustration all the time of the 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 difference between belief and faith is is the act of sitting on a chair. Right? You look at the chair and you believe it will hold you, but you don't place your faith in the chair until you sit. That is an action. You have to do something. This is James's whole point. Belief that doesn't change is not faith. Belief that does not result in action is not faith. Belief that does not result in us actually living out the word is not faith. It is not. It is not gospel. We are not living. We are, we are not, we, we, there's no evidence of us being saved if our lives are not changed and transformed and looking more like Jesus. Guys, this is, this is hard stuff. It, it's hard because none of us, none of us want to believe, none of us want to believe that, that our actions are required. Right, I mean we we when we talk about grace, we seem to think that it is that 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 grace is just license and it's not it's not so i know I know Jonathan Edwards comes under all kinds of um of critique, and I know people. Don't like him. I know people think that he is this hellfire and brimstone kind of guy. Um, he's not. He was grace oriented, and I know he, I know he owned slaves, and I know he was. You know, he was far from perfect. Far from perfect. Um, and and if I could go back and change some of those things about him, I would. But here's the thing: Jonathan Edwards understood this. He understood that the that a belief that does not change is not faith. And so when you go back and you read his journals, he is constantly wrestling with am i am i living out the gospel? Am i living this? Is it changing me? Is it is it making me more like Jesus in how i actually live? You know, we <laughs> this is important. We have to wrestle with this actions not words the gospel will change you if the gospel doesn't change you the gospel is not in you that is that is what what jesus that is what James is saying here um and he gets even more he's even more explicit if we missed it in nineteen through twenty one if we missed it in twenty two through twenty five and twenty six through uh through twenty seven he, he gets explicit. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves. And their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. To look after orphans and widows in their distress. To keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Guys. Our words mean nothing. Religious words don't matter. You can get up there, you can go out in the world, you can get up on a stage and you can say all the religious words you want. But if your life, if your life does not match those religious words, they are meaningless. We are deceiving ourselves. Our religion is worthless, he says. What is what does he accept? He accepts action. He accepts people who are looking after orphans and widows in their distress. He accepts the action of uh trying to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. This this is this is what good religion looks like. It is about serving people. It is about loving our neighbor. It is about loving our enemy. This is what James is trying to get out. This is what James is pressing into. This is the very thing that James is challenging us towards. Actions, not words. We believe that words matter more than action. We believe that if somebody can pass the religious test and say, "Well, this is what I believe, then then they're good. Guys, James is challenging that assumption. He is saying no. Actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. Our action displays where faith really lies. If we truly believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is the one who died on the cross and rose again and is reconciling all things, then our lives are going to are going to fundamentally change the way we act the way we live the way that that we that we do life will fundamentally change and there's no question about that so that's where we're at guys um any any other questions uh you know any uh any thoughts? Anything that, that needs to be in this podcast that isn't, please let me know. Um, please let me know. I'm still working on uh, a specific takeaway question for this week. Um, you know, I I'm pretty sure you know, kind of a hey, here's your challenge for the week thing. I mean, obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna have something to do with with words versus actions, right? um but uh but yeah so i'm not i'm just not there yet don't know i don't have it yet uh but i wanted to get this info out to you guys so um love y'all have a great weekend and uh and we will be talking